Welcome to the Gritty Hour. Time to get down to the nitty gritty. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gritty Hour, the last Gritty Hour of Season 1 for the year. How you doing, Shawnee boy? We made it to the end of the season. <laughs> yes, we did, team man. I'm doing good. Uh, I just wanted to say happy birthday to you, man. Oh, thank uh, you. Thank you. Wishing you uh, a, a great day and many more, sir. It's a good way to uh, end our first season with your birthday. And we got a big time guest showing up today. So uh, and and on top of that, we, we've made it. We've made it through a season of whatever the hell we just did. I'm not yes, sure it. season two is going to be very exciting. And that'll be January yeah. the 8th. And it's going to be live uh, on Facebook and YouTube. You can look up our channels on both. But yes, as you alluded to, Mr. Uh, Mr. Boy, we have a very special guest here today. The biggest celebrity in the world. We have Santa Claus. How you doing, Santa? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Merry Christmas, 18 days early. Shawnee, <laughs> Thomas. How delightful to be with you on well, this brand new medium. At least it's new to me. We, <laughs> we know you're extremely this busy this time of year. Having to answer all those letters. Not that I mind. Shoot. <laughs> well, we know you're extremely busy this time of year, so we appreciate you taking the time out to join the us. I know you still. The thing about being Santa Claus is that everybody thinks I'm busy right now, but I'm no more busy than I usually am. And I always have time for you, especially on your birthday. It's all right that I let that cat out of the bag, isn't it? Yes. Thank you, uh, Santa. I appreciate that. Santa uh, knows all. Before Happy we, birthday. Before we get into the nitty gritty, I, I just have to ask you, and you don't have to tell us publicly, Santa, which list is Shawnee Boy on? Woo! Thomas, you're on the good, good list since the you asked, <laughs> since you asked, the list is fluid. As of now, Shawnee Boy is on the very, very good list. Uh, that's what I like to hear. So like you might hear. want to keep that in mind. <laughs> this, there's still time for the left. duration of this inquisition. <laughs> a little list, a little list, list, list levity, list levity. Anyway, well, I Shawnee, I hear you enjoy a little cold. I, uh, I do. I, it's you know, I don't mind a little cold, but you know, obviously, I don't want that to be the only thing. I don't want to be a pain, but I haven't gotten your letter yet. <laughs> it's 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 in the mail. Don't worry, Santa knows all. Santa just doesn't want to see the post office collapse. <laughs> Well, Santa, I know you... Gentlemen, you'll have to excuse me. I'm completely jazzed being on the Gritty Hour with you wonderful boys who are both, all kidding aside, on the very, very, very good list. Thank you, Life Santa. Life changes on a dime, boys. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, Santa, I know you're still in the North Pole now, and, and we appreciate NORAD letting you come in over the, uh, the World Wide Web. I know where my bread is buttered, Thomas. Those <laughs> boys get especially good gifts every year. Ah, oh, very good. Uh, so, Do Santa, you know how you... NORAD began? I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Do you yeah. know why NORAD began tracking me? No. Because many years ago, a comp and this is a true story, a company published one of their phone numbers by mistake. And they began fielding questions from boys and girls across America about where Santa was and what he was doing. 
and the soldiers on duty decided to play along. And ever since then, I've had a wonderful relationship with NORAD. Very and good. that's the truth. I'm glad to hear it. You want to keep NORAD on your side at all times. Oh, without a doubt. Yes. And you like to be standing slightly behind them as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Santa. So uh, how you been getting around the last couple of years? The population is growing. It's got to be even more busy than ever for you. Thomas, when we start talking about how I manage, we're talking about Christmas. Uh, I don't want to say magic because it's very, very real. We're talking about the ongoing Christmas miracle, which, needless to say, does not start with Santa Claus. One of the great benefits of being Santa Claus is the gift of ubiquity. I believe that you traffic in antiquity. I do. Well, I traffic in ubiquity. I am everywhere at once. And it is only this time of the year that everybody is, as you might say, attuned to me, that I appear more often. But I'm always there. I see you when you're sleeping. I know when you're awake. And you, Thomas, you wake up, you go back to sleep. You wake up, you go back to sleep. Don't think I don't know it. Ho, 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 ho. And, Shawnee, uh, since you sleep facing towards the wall, I'm not quite sure when exactly you wake up. But I see you, too. All right. It's good to know. In all seriousness, boys. It's very kind of you to be uh, uh, concerned about me because it might seem that this is my busiest time of the year, but Santa Claus is a 24-7, 365-day-a-year day job. So every day is equally busy and every day is equally joyful. Does that make sense? I should have said at the outset of this podcast, do you prefer to be called Santa Claus or St. Nicholas? I have become accustomed to Santa Claus. As far as being called St. Nicholas is concerned, you'll have to remember that I was never called St. Nicholas during my earthly lifetime. I was Nicholas, Bishop of Myra. How I came to be Bishop of Myra is a whole other story. But, well, Thomas, as usual, you asked Santa for the time and he built you a watch. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Santa Claus is fine. Santa well, you, Claus is fine. You were you born think I in. I might uh, be looking it up to the camera a little bit, Thomas. You were born in what is now Turkey, correct? I was born in what is now Turkey at the time it was known as Asia Minor. Uh, My wow. parents were Greek aristocrats, and unfortunately, they went to heaven when I was a little boy. Hmm. They left me alone, but they left me very wealthy. Mm -hmm. And I heeded the words of the Sermon on the Mount, I heeded the words of the gospel. To sell everything you have and give your money to the poor. And at the risk of sounding like I am uh, bragging or boasting, this is the beginning of what most people would refer to as the legend of Santa Claus. It's not a legend at all. It's a simple matter of being inspired and having the power and the ability to go with the inspiration. Does that make sense? Does that make sense, Shawnee boy? Uh, yeah, I'm just listening. Yes, it makes total sense. Shawnee so boy. With the gonna... wealth that my parents gave me, I began doing <laughs> what I needed to do in order to store up treasure in heaven, giving to those around me who were less fortunate than myself. 
And as we say in the North Pole, it snowballed. <laughs> so Santa, Santa, um, you were, were you canonized the saint? Are you a, you're the patron saint of I children? I was absolutely or? canonized the yeah. saint. I'm just within checking your credit. Within several years of cred. my departure from cred. my first mortal coil. Uh-huh. So and my feast day is December. For, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, my wait for it. I was trying to build up the drama. December 6th. My uh, feast day in Christian tradition is December 6th. Uh-huh. And before, as a matter of fact, it was yesterday. Nobody wished me a happy feast day. Shawnee, I, I guess you're not really interested in being on the good list. No, I, <laughs> I'm I kidding, was, Shawnee. I'm kidding. Listen, I'm kidding. listen, happy feast day. I, I was going to say it, but I didn't know if, like, I was, should I say St. Nicholas? Should I say St. Nick? I was a little confused. I'm I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It, it, it's very kind of you to even remember that, I, that, that yesterday was my feast day, although I said it 30 seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how, how, was your, how was the feast? My feast day was quiet. I like to pace myself. I am, after all, several thousand years old. <laughs> well, I was, you know, was going to exactly ask you. Right. Math was never my strong point. I was going to ask you, Santa, um, are you the patron saint of children or the painter, patron saint of sailors? I have been associated with both. And more on the level, of, as far as children are concerned, more on the level of, of, of caring for children who cannot care for themselves. Mm -hmm. So how did you Please. get into, how did you get into the tradition of uh, giving out gifts to all the kids in the world uh, every Christmas time? Well, now here's what happened. My story spread throughout Europe in many different manifestations. In the Netherlands, I became Sinterklaas. And then, when the Dutch came to what is now New York, the legend of Santa Claus began to develop into what you two young men grew up with, the legend of Santa Claus. It starts in New York with Washington Irving. It starts with the, uh, the history of the Knickerbockers. Washington Irving began to popularize throughout America the very Dutch slash uh, New York tradition of Santa, Santa Claus who comes to bring children toys. And frankly, uh, not to bring toys to children who aren't good. From Washington Irving we go, of course, to Clement Seymour, who publishes in 1823, A Visit from St. Nicholas. And it is Clement Seymour who connects in the popular imagination, the Dutch tradition of Sinterklaas to the Christian tradition of St. Nicholas. Without trying to be amusing gentlemen, it's very true. New York, New York, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Uh -huh. And it was in New York where Santa Claus took off. Now, how long does it take and you to get how long does it take you to get through just the New York area on Christmas Eve? Well, now that's kind of a complicated question. 
I'm going to uh, explain it as best as I can. Santa Claus starts at the international dateline and moves west. Wait, say that again. Santa that's Claus. Trick. What's that? What's that, Johnny? Could you repeat that? Yes. Santa Claus starts his journey on Christmas Eve at the international dateline and moves west. So you start in Europe. Now the wonderful. I beg your pardon. You start over there in Europe. It's 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 around where you, you might say where Russia is. Okay. I am moving west, which gives me the benefit of having thirty-two hours, and not twenty-four hours. Wow. To complete my circumnavigation, because I benefit from the different time zones. See, Shawnee boy, Santa Ferdinand. I'm sorry. Santa found a loophole. What's that Tony again? He said he you found a loophole. Yes. And remember that the planet Earth is mostly water, and Santa Claus doesn't have to stop at the water. So mm. it's a, a, it's rather simpler to make my journey than most people realize. However, if I do say so myself, it's still impressive. <laughs> and I will share this with you boys because it's been so long since anybody asked me. I traveled at 138,000 miles an hour. Wow. Wow. Question for you. How, how, do, you, how do you make the, uh, the, the gift drop at that speed? I'm going to use the most accessible <laughs> image that I could use, Shawnee, especially uh, since you uh, asked such a direct question. I'm Somebody sorry. might even no, say abrupt. No, no, it's all right. I'm just fault. joshing with you. You're on the good list, kid. Don't worry. Now. For, for now. Visualize the antler of a reindeer. I'm with you. And visualize how the antler of a reindeer extends outwardly always. Mm -hmm. If you can visualize that, number one, you'll understand why Santa uses reindeer and not aardvarks. <laughs> or salamanders. Another a little more uh, yuletide humor. It is no accident that the reindeer is my mode of transportation because the reindeer's antlers are the very image of how I make my drops, which is ever extending. Does that make sense? It, yeah, it does. It does. So he, he can do multiple households. I'm sorry, Thomas. I was telling Shawnee Boy that you can do multiple households at once. That is the benefit of ubiquity. Yes. Antiquity, ubiquity. I am not just capable of bilocation. I'm capable of ubiquity. I'm capable of being in many different places at once. Now, we're getting dangerously close to the point where I have to uh, uh, tamper back a little bit on my storytelling because I just wanted to give you an inkling of gotcha. what the miracle of Christmas is all about. Mm -hmm. uh, it's still not a particularly easy job, but it is the most wonderful job a man can have. And I should know because I'm the only man who's ever had it. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> so 1,700 years, give or take, you've been, uh, you've been doing this. And uh, what got you interested in the, in the first place, giving out gifts to, to kids everywhere? Thomas, the short answer to your question is that kindness is contagious. 
The short answer to your question is that kindness is the heart and soul of everything that is Santa Claus and everything that is Christmas. And when you let, and you know this already, a little bit of kindness into your life, you want that kindness to increase and increase and increase. And I hope that that is a touch towards what it really means to be me, to have the privilege of being able, let alone being willing, to participate in the wonderful season of Christmas the way that I do. Because if you don't mind my saying, Santa has never forgotten who the star of Christmas is. 138,000 miles an hour. That's considerably faster than the speed of sound, but it's not nearly as fast as the speed of light. And Very Christmas good, is all about the light. Hmm. Christmas is all about the light of the world. Now Santa's getting a little misty. <laughs> well, Shawnee boy, Shawnee boy, yes, have you sir. ever been disappointed uh, in a gift that uh, Santa has ever given you in your in your past? Now's the well, time to take uh, him to task on it. See, yeah. <laughs> put yeah. put me on the spot. Well, there was this one time, uh-huh. this one year. Uh, I don't think so, to be honest with you. I think uh, I think honestly, I've I've always pretty much gotten anything you know I've asked for that I can at least remember. You know, Santa Claus, listen, he, he's he comes through in the clutch. He always steps up for the kids who are on the good list. You're very kind to say so, Shawnee. And I have to point out, Thomas, that Shawnee has never not gotten anything he asked for out loud. (laughs) There were a few things he asked for in his heart that I thought it was wise not to give him. Yeah, there you go. He thinks I was right about that. Yeah, smart. That was probably smart. That's for me. All right, Shawnee, you just made the good list forever. (laughs) Well uh, done. (laughs) I got piles of those. All right, Thomas. Yeah. Let's turn that question on you. When have I disappointed you? You've never disappointed me, Santa. I remember. Not all, even a little. All my Christmases past, you've always uh, stepped up to the plate for me. And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, for a while, it was very easy. Thomas, all you wanted was. I'm sorry, Santa. I think NORAD is. Bruce Springsteen albums. (laughs) I think NORAD is getting a little choppy over there in the North Pole. Yeah. But. um, What did you miss? uh, Everything that you intended to give me but never (laughs) delivered. I think you would say it. Well, I was talking about how incredibly easy it was when you were a teenager to give you gifts because all you wanted was Elton John and Bruce Springsteen albums. Oh, well, there's no accounting for taste, Sandra. I'm sorry. And for some reason, Blackberry Brandy. (laughs) (laughs) Santa, you know me well. I I guess it's all true. Mm -hmm. So, like I said before, the population of the world is ever increasing, and I'm sure your job gets ever more difficult. Uh, what do you do when you get back to the North Pole after Christmas and kick back? Or do you kick back? Or do you get right on it for next year? Since you asked, I'll tell you. Before I kick back, before I relax, 
before I get ready for the next year. I watched the original 39 episodes of The Honeymooners in chronological order. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm you glad heard you it did. here first, folks. I'm glad you enjoyed it. There was one Christmas episode on those Honeymooners, as I recall. There absolutely was. And it was yes. a takeoff on The Gift of the Magi, one of my most favorite Christmas stories. Well, Santa, what's your favorite Christmas Santa movie? There's no slouch when it comes to gift giving. But in all seriousness, Tom, in all seriousness, Tom, the greatest gift is the gift that you get from somebody you love who loves you. Somebody who looks into your heart and sees what you really desire. Mm -hmm. How does that sound? That sounds, uh, you can go either way on that one. <laughs> you were fished in, boy! <laughs> uh, sounds good and creepy. Yeah, creepy and good, yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. I didn't think it sounded the least bit creepy. Yes. No, we're, we're just joking. We're just joking around. Okay. So I'm glad Santa you made it. Take a joke. I'm glad you made it through the the uh, the your travels last Christmas. You know, with the COVID and all, you managed to make the rounds. But you've had many plagues and wars and other things that you made it I've through. I've seen it all. You've seen it all. I've yes. Seen it all. This is uh, this. And I would remind all of the people who are listening. All seven of them. <laughs> and I would remind all of the people of the world that to, to be sure we've been through some difficult times. But when you look at the vision of history, as you've already suggested, Thomas, hard times in retrospect are always the times that we look back on as the particular blessing of being able to truly appreciate what we have. So I advise and, and, and uh, counsel all good people to remember that in the hardest of times, the light always shines. And Santa Claus is all about the light. Well, that's a great, it's a great way to end this interview. And we certainly appreciate your time. Yeah. Uh, St. Nick. Santa. It was incredibly kind and gracious of you boys to invite me to appear. Yes. And I'm going to be especially good to you for that reason. Well, uh, I know I can't speak for Shawnee boy, but I'm going to, I'm going to try my darndest to uh, stay on that good list. Uh, Santa. Yeah. You only have 18 days left, Tom. You yeah. But then I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, days. I gotta work on next year, right from the get go. See? Yeah. You want you gotta build that. You gotta build the, uh, you know, the equity. The good equity. All right, now, boys, boys, boys. You don't have to flatter Santa Claus. <laughs> Just keep it in the day, boys. Keep it uh, in the next 18 well days. And well remember, said, you're Claus. already doing wonderful things. You're well already said. doing wonderful things. And I'm proud of you both. Staying on that Thank good you, list Jennifer. is a lot of pressure staying on that good list. But uh, it pays off in the end. Every Christmas. It pays off in the end. And it pays off throughout the year. And remember... Yes. Santa always lets you off the hook. <laughs> well, we appreciate your time today. I know you're a very busy man, even though you say you're not as busy as people think, but you did spare a few moments for us, and we certainly appreciate it. It was a great way to end season one of The Gritty Hour, so we appreciate that, Santa Claus. I love The Gritty Hour. Ho, 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 ho! And I'm looking forward to seeing the both of you, although you better be asleep when I get there. Ho, 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 ho! <laughs> 
Merry Sean. Christmas in advance. Merry Thank you, you, Santa. And all of your loyal listeners. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you, Santa Claus. And uh, Sonny, it's always a pleasure to see you. Yeah, you uh, too. Thomas, what can I say? I'd like to thank, thank uh, you also. Thank you so much for the opportunity. <laughs> I'd like to thank also everyone who's tuned in for season one and, and uh, uh, walked us through with our teething, our teething pains, but uh, we should be ready to rock for season two, which starts on the 8th of January. That episode, if you can't make it live, uh, will be 7 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Santa. And uh, the episode itself will be available as usual on uh, that Monday around three o'clock if you can't make it live. But we'd certainly like to have everybody join us live, uh, including you, Santa. You should be in your downtime a couple of weeks I off. I should be well rested by the 8th of January. Yes. I look forward to it. Yes, because you got baby Christmas on the, what is that, January 6th? On the Feast of the Epiphany, I like to eat light. <laughs> Well, that's is it. Isn't it still called Baby Christmas? It's called Little Christmas. It's called Baby Christmas. It's called the Feast of the Epiphany. It's called the Feast of Three Kings. It's called many things, but it's just one more day to share the joy. Yes, one more day to be with the people you love, gotcha. and maybe every day could be Little Christmas. Yes, well, that's a great, great sentiment. And uh, thank you, Shawnee Boy, for being my co-host in season one. Same to you, T. It's been, uh, it's been, a, I still can't believe we've been doing this since May, man. Unbelievable. Yes. Well, we've got a full year ahead of us uh, of a lot of interesting guests, and we're going to have a lot of fun in season two. So, yes. Santa, you take care of yourself, Shawnee boy. You take care of yourself. And Merry Christmas, Santa. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and a Happy New Year. Thank yeah, you so much, boys. All right. Thank you so much. God bless you both. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye, Santa. Bye, Shawnee.